When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. Welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. This is Julie, your host, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. On today's episode, I'm going to share a quote and a thought that has been on my mind recently, a little bit more on the mindset and personal growth topic. And this quote was introduced to me by a friend who actually has it on the wall in his office. It's very, very powerful. And as I've gotten further along in my journey, kind of reflecting on my personal growth that has happened so far and the growth that I am hoping to experience down the road, um, this quote just is super powerful for me, kind of guiding me forward. So the quote is called, The Man in the Arena by Theodore Roosevelt. So I'm going to read it. It's a little bit of a long quote, but I hope you can kind of think about these words and meditate on them a little bit, and then I'm going to break down what they mean to me. It goes, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So that's the quote from Theodore Roosevelt. And the message here is that when it comes to criticism, criticism is so common and like, all over the place in today's world, right? It feels like any action that you take, any decision that you make, anything that you publicly share about your life, there's probably somebody out there criticizing that action or that decision. Whether they're saying it to your face or commenting on social media or not, there's somebody out there who is judging what you're doing. And a lot of us probably find ourselves doing that to other people as well. You know, like we're scrolling through Instagram and we're like, oh man, like, how is this person on vacation all the time? Or like, wow, how does this person wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning? Like whatever it might be, our brains kind of naturally do that. And when you're somebody who is on a personal growth journey, if you are striving to be a high achiever like myself, criticism is a very important component of development. In order to get better and make progress in any aspect of life, you're going to have to deal with criticism at some point. Sometimes that criticism comes from ourself, our self-talk, and kind of working through things in our own mind. 
But a lot of times that criticism is going to come from the people around us. Maybe somebody like a coach or a mentor or a boss, or maybe it's coming from a friend or a colleague or a family member. But we are often surrounded by criticism. And this is something that I have struggled with over the years because of my ego. All of us have an ego that drives what we do. And ego in and of itself isn't a terrible thing because it is what motivates us to be better. But sometimes when we are in a position where somebody judges what we're doing, tries to give some sort of feedback, it can hurt a little bit. It can kind of take us off guard. It might make us, you know, put a little bit of a shield on and try to avoid it. But in certain situations, criticism is definitely warranted and is necessary. And this is something that I'm really trying to become more comfortable with, especially as I enter into a new chapter of life. And what I love about this quote and how it relates is it talks about how it's not the critic who counts. The first line of this quote, it's not the critic who counts, meaning it's not that bystander out in, you know, the nosebleeds of the stadium that's yelling at the pitcher to do better, whose opinion really counts. You know, it's not the person on social media who doesn't really know you, who's commenting judgmental or hateful things. It's not their opinion that really should count. It's the man or woman in the arena. It's the person who is also pushing themselves to be better in whatever department it is that you are striving to grow in. Or it's the person who has been in that arena before, who has been through that tough season, who has experienced the dust and blood and sweat of what it is that you are doing, who has shared that struggle. They are the ones whose opinion should make more of an impact on you and your decisions. So when I think about this and I think about all of the people in my life who are special to me, I love feedback in the sense of I love being able to communicate with people about my goals and what it is that I'm striving for and things that I'm trying to get better at. A few examples of this are my physical therapy practice. I want to become the best clinician I can be and I know that's going to take time. So any feedback from a physical therapist who has been through what I'm going through is something that I'm going to take to heart and going to take consideration of and going to implement because they have been through it. In my fitness journey, you know, listening to other athletes who, you know, maybe were a college athlete and are transitioning into finding out what fitness is for them, or maybe talking to female athletes who have been through the struggles that female athletes go through, you know, with different ways of fueling your body best and dealing with your menstrual cycle and just dealing with the pressures of being a woman. Those people are people that I'm going to listen to and surround myself with and whose feedback I'm going to truly appreciate. But at the same time, somebody who I can't necessarily relate to in the Department of Personal Development, maybe their criticism isn't something that I should make decisions off of. So if you're listening to this and let's say health and fitness is a goal of yours, Achieving a healthier body, a healthier mind, feeling better in your own skin, getting more fit, if that's a goal of yours. It's so... If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. 
What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because it was, I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out. Easy for whatever reason, for the people around us to criticize us when we are putting ourselves first. I think anybody who has gone on some sort of nutrition plan or had a weight loss goal or gets more consistent in the gym has had like that one family member who's like, but you're already skinny or you don't need to gain any more muscle or honey, you, you look great. You don't need to lose weight or why aren't you drinking alcohol anymore? Like there's all of this criticisms that surround us and it can be hard to take those. It can be hard to respond to them. But next time somebody questions you and your actions, your decisions on your fitness, your mental health, your personal growth in your job, whatever it might be, I want you to ask yourself, are they in the arena? Are they in my arena? Are they striving for something similar? Have they been through what I've been through? Have they gone on a fitness journey themselves? Are they in a similar situation of life as I am? Or have they been through a career change? Have they been through a weight loss situation in the past? If the answer to that question is no, take that criticism with a grain of salt. If that person is not in the arena and has never been in the arena that you are in, their opinion really doesn't matter. And this doesn't mean that you need to like shut them out of your life and be mean and say screw you and your opinion. This just means to respectfully accept it. Say, you know, I appreciate your input, but this is what I'm doing for me. Explain it and do it however you need to do it. But in your own mind, don't let those people bring you down. The naysayers and the critic who's watching from through the Instagram screen or from 30,000 miles away across the world or just the person who's looking at you who has never experienced what you're experiencing, there's no way for them to be able to have the credibility to criticize you because they have no idea what it takes. They have no idea what's going on in your head or what that goal means to you or what you've been through to get there. Maybe you're somebody who has already had a great fitness transformation at one point in your life. Maybe you look back at yourself five years ago or 10 years ago and you're like, man, I really want to get back to that. 
and then you start to drop a little bit of weight or you start to get back into your gym routine and you've got somebody in your life saying, but you look fine, like, but you don't need to do that anymore. But in your head, you know how good you felt. You know how much energy you had. You know how happy it made you to do the things that you did back then and you want to get back to them. So don't listen to those people who haven't experienced that. Instead, ask yourself, who is in my arena? Who is in the arena doing the things that I'm doing? Who is out there pushing themselves, waking up early in the morning to get to the gym, spending time with gratitude and mindfulness and journaling, trying to create a more clear and easier to navigate mental situation in their life? Like, who is out there doing the things that you are doing or that you want to do? Those are the people that you need to communicate with and consume information from. The people who are in the arena with you, those are the critics that count. So when you ask yourself about the people in your life, you know, think about the five or ten people that you interact with the most. Some of them are probably through a social virtual lens and some of them are the people in your life, your family, your friends, your partner, your colleagues. Think about that core group of people. And then ask yourself, are any of them in the arena? If the answer is no, you've got to go find people that are in your arena, that are in the fitness arena, that are in the muscle growth arena, that are in the CrossFit arena, that are in the meditation mindfulness arena, or that have graduated from those spaces and are on to something bigger and better. Those are the people that you need to connect with because the feedback that you will get from those people or the lessons that they will share, or the content that they put out for you and I to consume, that is what's going to fuel you. And then when you have the critics in the nosebleed seats coming at you, criticizing your actions, it's not going to bring you down. Because you can think about all of the people out there in the arena with you who are doing the same thing, who are making great progress, who are becoming the best versions of themselves, And it will give you the confidence to keep pushing. And this is something that I cannot stress enough of the importance of because it's something that I really have only dove into the last like year or so as I've grown my podcast and grown my social media platform a little bit and just stepped out of my comfort zone and connected with people. I used to be really nervous about like talking about how much I love fitness or talking about my meditation journey or all of these things that I love now because there was a point where I didn't know anybody who was doing those things. Maybe I listened to a few podcasts or I was reading some books, but it wasn't until I started to connect with people who were doing those things, physical therapists and fitness enthusiasts and coaches and entrepreneurs, content creators, and just good ass human beings. Like find good freaking people to surround yourself with. And it doesn't need to be people that you see every single day. It can be once a month or a weekly phone call or a podcast that you listen to or a group that you're a part of. The list goes on. But listen, if you are struggling to stay motivated and are looking to push yourself and are looking to change your life in any capacity, finance, business, fitness, nutrition, 
happiness, joy, stress, go find people in the arena. They're out there. Talk to those people in the arena. Find people who were there before. Connect with them. Ask them about things that you're doing now. Get that feedback. Get that advice. And when you get criticism from those people, accept it and understand that they have been where you have been and let that guide you. But for the people who have never been marred with blood and sweat and tears, in a metaphorical way, of course, for people who have never experienced what you're doing or don't even have a desire to do it, or for those who have never experienced victory nor defeat, don't let those people get in your head. Don't let them skew you away from your goals. So my goal of the week for you this week is to evaluate Who are the people that you are surrounding yourself with? Who are the people that are giving you criticism, giving you feedback, giving you advice, giving you guidance? And then ask yourself, are they in the arena? Were they in the arena? Or are they in a totally different arena across the world working on something else in another stage of life? Find the people who you can connect with, who you can relate to, who are going through something similar and reach out to them. Send them a message on Instagram, listen to their podcast, ask for advice, put yourself out there more and attract people who are in your arena. It is going to tremendously propel you forward towards your goals. It's going to give you confidence to persevere on the journey that you're on. And you're going to look back one day and be damn happy when you look around and you have a community full of people in the same arena as you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope this gave you a little bit of perspective about who you are surrounding yourself with, who you are taking criticism from, and ultimately, who is going to help propel you towards your goals. If you're enjoying the podcast, I would love if you shared it with somebody who you think would find it useful and subscribed to the show so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode.